Hey, hello, hi everyone. I know it's been a very long time, but I am back. Thank you for being patient with me and um, waiting for, I don't, you probably just were not just sitting there like twiddling your thumbs waiting for me, but um, just Deanna is back. I just needed a break. You know, we all just need breaks and I think this podcast will kind of dive into that a little bit, but um, nothing much has been going on. The world, of course, has been crazy, but I just needed a break. You know, I don't know if it was COVID hitting, work ending, and then work starting back up, and living in California, everything has been shut down. I don't know if there was like a little bit of COVID depression, and just a lot of stuff. And I just didn't really have the motivation or the energy to think about topics, to even want to record. I just didn't even have it in me, honestly. And and so I just took a break. I just rested. And that's not to say that I didn't have ideas going on because I actually did. But here's the crazy thing. I would have like these really amazing ideas right before I went to bed. And I would have like a ton of things to say about something. And then I would say you'll remember this in the morning. And I clearly did not remember in the morning. And then I was really upset with myself. But anywho, um, thank you for still reaching out for people who reach out. When are we going to get a new podcast? What's going to happen? When is it going to happen? I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, And like I always said, if you listen to this, please share, subscribe, comment, rate it. I thoroughly Um, appreciate those things. Um, Today, I, you know, I, it's really funny because I don't honestly have a title yet. So maybe the title will come after I finish talking about this, but I think it's going to piggyback on boundaries and piggyback on stop chasing. It's just in the lines of putting yourself first and A little bit of putting yourself first and a little bit of stop being a yes person. So those two things kind of mixed together. And I was going to call it just make yourself a priority. So maybe that's what it'll be called. But there are so many things to talk about when you are making yourself a priority, especially for women. I know men listen to this. So take from it whatever you want to take from it. But like this week, this is for my women, for my moms, for my teachers, for my wives, for just women in general. Because even if we're not a wife, even if we're not a mom, even if we're not a teacher, we're in somebody's life and we're probably doing all of those things in that person's life, in those people's lives. I don't even know if that made sense, but it makes sense to me. Um, I am recording this on November 3rd, which is election day. I am one drink in, one and a half drinks in because four years ago when uh, the last election happened, I actually had no alcohol in my house and had to go get some because it was just a lot going on. So I was, I'm fully stocked up this time around. Um, So back to the actual topic. What's funny about when I do podcasts, guys, is that Sometimes I don't know if I should start the podcast with the meat and the potatoes of the podcast or um, like background information about me and why I am now talking about what I'm talking about. And you know me, I like to do everything. When I do my podcast, I like it to be super authentic. I love it. I It has to come, not I love it, but it has to come from my heart. I have to be passionate about it. 
if it touches two people, amazing. I'm glad it touches two people. Um, if it touches 75 people, I'm glad it touched 75 people. My whole thing is like, I've gone through enough in life. I am hoping that some of the things that I go through are a comfort to you, can be a help to you, resonate with you. So when I'm talking about making yourself a priority, when I'm talking about stop being a yes person, when I'm talking about making yourself first, it is very difficult for women to do that. We have normally been put in a stereotypical role that has been the caregiver, the nurturer, and our whole lives are built around that and that shit is supposed to make us happy. And what I found out um, in my life, I'll be 43 in like two months, is that um, no, <laughs> just no, it's, it's honestly time for, for women and men to really make yourself a priority. And so let me just give you some background about myself and maybe like this will help all of this go together and know that I do have a script going on because I could just ramble on forever. And some of you guys like that, but I don't know that's not some people's jam. So I'm gonna give you the best of both worlds. So, uh, making myself first, I hope that's proper grammar, but at this point, who cares? Uh, making myself first, putting my needs first, um, has always been a struggle for me. I am the oldest of four kiddos. Two of them um, are step, step, they're not step, that's a lie. They're half kiddo, half siblings, sorry. Um, my parents got divorced when I was like 18 or 19. I'm pretty sure it was like 19. My dad got remarried and had two more kids. So there's four girls all together. The sister that I did grow up with, we are 22 months apart. I am older and we are actually complete opposites and I barely speak to her at this point in my life and I will definitely do a whole podcast on that. Um, but as I was growing up, I did tons of things to get the attention of my parents, not necessarily because I wanted to do the things, but because I wanted them to pay attention to me, right? Tons of us do that. I got really good grades. I was harder on myself in school than anybody could have ever been harder on me. Um, so I got A's. I graduated at the top of my high school class. I worked because I wanted, wanted to be independent, honestly. And I thought um, that would make my parents proud. And I'm, I literally want to preface this that I have really amazing parents. I love them. And they did the best that they knew how to do at that time. But some things fall through the cracks and that's just the way life is, right? And I think we get caught up in wanting to not blame our parents for some of the bullshit that we go through our lives. And it's kind of absolutely their fault. But like, I don't think they did any of this purposefully. We just need to honor that is what happened and heal from it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, So... As a kiddo, so from birth until like 17, 18, almost everything I did, while a lot of it I had fun, I did a lot of things to make me happy. I was a cheerleader in high school. A lot of my like, my my important things, my school things, my work things were to get attention from my parents, not necessarily like, 
oh, I'm getting an A because I feel really great about getting an A. I got an A because my dad would be really happy. My mom would be really happy, be super proud of me and stuff like that. If I had to, and honestly, if I had to do it all over again, I don't even know if I would work as hard in high school as I did when I was in high school. Um, so let's fast forward and we actually don't have to fast forward that <laughs> far. I got married and had my first kid by 20. And so my whole life was centered around being a really great wife and a really great mom, as good as I could be at 20. And so um, I no longer got to do the things that 20 year olds got to do. And you can be saying, well, Deanna, that's your fault. You should have made better choices. Absolutely right. That is not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is even at 20, I could have set time aside for myself to breathe, to say no to things. I didn't always have to be on and always have to make sure other people were happy in spite or despite how I was feeling at the moment. So I put a lot of the things that I wanted to do on hold to be a really great wife or a good wife. I probably wasn't the greatest wife because I was also 20 and kind of spoiled. And but I was a really great mother and um, sacrificed a lot of the things that I really wanted to do. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a CEO of a company. And that was just not feasible with a three-year-old. And so I went back to school and became a teacher. Okay, that's cool. Had another kid. So I was kind of like stuck in um, teacher mode and that I'm still a teacher. <laughs> so 14 years later, I'm still a teacher. And honestly, while I'm really, really good at it, 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 it is what it is. Um, so a lot of the things that I did as a wife and as a mom, um, cooking every day and I cooked, I cooked breakfast for my kids every morning, um, cooked dinner for them almost every single night, drove them to basketball games, uh, swimming competitions, volleyball competitions, all of that good stuff. And I really did not take time out in that space to do any kind of, Deanna, what do you really like to do? Do you want to watch movies all day. Is that your thing? Do you want to uh, pick up a sport? Is that your thing? Do you, I didn't have any of that in my head. It was so narrow-minded and I was getting so burnt out and so tired of just like the everyday and getting really kind of like resentful that people were not like appreciating like, oh, um, She's putting on this barbecue for us. She's putting this Thanksgiving dinner for us. And this is like, that's where, so now I'm kind of jumbling, but y'all know what I'm talking about. I am that person that will put on a barbecue, that will put on a Thanksgiving dinner, that will do all these things. If I feel like people don't have anywhere to go, I want people to feel loved. I want people to feel um, happy. And I was doing a ton of those things, hoping that people would do the same thing for me. And that's not necessarily the same, it's not necessarily that way. Um, and so don't get me wrong. Cause I still enjoy doing those things, but a lot of that came from wanting like attention and wanting to be accepted and not necessarily from a place of just being like happy, right? It's really, I'm trying to like put it in some like words that like are understandable. Cause I've heard people do them and they are understandable, 
But a lot of the things that I did were because I wanted people to be happy. Not necessarily I wanted to be happy. I wanted to make sure everybody was happy. I wanted to make sure that everybody was taken care of. And what that turns into is resentment because no one else is doing the same thing for you, right? You start to realize like, hey, no one's doing this for me. No one's asking me to do this. No one's doing this. And that turns into resentment or it turns into exhaustion. You just don't want to do anything for anybody anymore because you're just so tired and you haven't figured out a way of replenishing yourself, replenishing your soul. So hopefully in this podcast, I can give you some pointers on how to do that because now at 43, I've gone into hermit mode a couple of times um, since my second divorce and that's been extremely helpful just taking some time for myself and figuring out the things I want to do and then being okay with doing those and saying no to things that I just don't want to do and not feeling bad that I'm saying no to people that I love. Okay, so now here's the script part. So, uh, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I enjoy like recording this because I'm kind of giggling because there's so many things that I've wanted to say for such a long time, but I've kind of just been on hiatus and I've been in hermit mode. So it's jumbling all into one thing. So let me just repeat myself. What I hope that you get from this is it is absolutely okay to do things for other people. But what I really want you to do is make sure you're doing them for people for the very for the right reasons. And I want you to take time out for yourself to make sure you don't get burnt out and be resentful. That's that. So um, let's see where I want to go with this. Um. Yeah, so I kind of already just talked about like, you know, you have to make yourself a priority. And I know that's difficult for us. Um, We women especially have spent most of their childhood doing things to get their parents approval, their parents recognition or attention. And you run yourself ragged, your husband's attention, your husband's approval, your kids attention, your kids approval, your boss's recognition, your boss's approval. It's always somebody's approval. And you run yourself ragged doing for everyone else before you have taken care of yourself. And yes, this is a word for moms too. So if you're mom and you're saying, but no, Deanna, I'm a mom. I need to like sacrifice. And then with my kid, okay, go ahead and do that. Um, But what are you teaching your kids if you don't model putting yourself first, right? What are you modeling for your daughters if you're not putting yourself first? that your daughter is going to see that you put everybody before you and she should do the same exact thing when she should absolutely the fuck not do the same thing. Where are you teaching your son that his wife, that his girlfriend um, comes second to him? Absolutely the fuck not. They're equals. So I just want moms to have a different frame of how we have to model this type of behavior for our kiddos. Um, What do you want to model for your friends and family? Oh, she can do one more thing for us. She got this. She will pick up the slack. She will plan this. She'll do this. And they don't ever have to do anything. They could just kind of ride on your coattails. That, that's just not okay. That's, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Um, and what happens, you're left tired. You're left resentful, sad, depressed, wondering why people don't do for you the way you do for them. And here's the whole, this is like my lightning bulb. This was my lightning bulb moment. And I don't remember when I found this out, probably last year sometime. And it was because you don't even do for yourself like you do for other people. 
you don't even take care of yourself the way you take care of other people. So it's time for you to make yourself a priority. And so here are some of the ways you can say no to things. Just say no. It's okay to say no to things. It gets easier and easier. Two-year-olds are masters at saying no. They don't give up. They don't care that they just told you no and probably going to get popped in the mouth. They don't care. It just comes. And then slowly but surely, we, we begin to think saying no is not okay. No, saying no is okay. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite. Don't call. Don't check up on people that are not doing the same for you. Just don't see how long you can go. If you really want to talk to that person, reach out to them, but just see how long you can go without talking to people, without them reaching out to you. That's, that's been my favorite thing, honestly. Um, retreat. So take a day, take two. And I know uh, moms with little ones cannot take a whole day, but take two hours, go on a walk by yourself, go to target and walk around every single aisle by yourself, but don't spend 7,000 million trillion dollars in there. Leave the kids with their dad. I mean, they have his. Uh, retreat. Just take time for yourself. And I'm not a person that's like, yeah, go to Bali. I'm not going to Bali. I mean, I was going to go to Scotland, but COVID like ruined that. But do little things. Take walks by yourself. Go out to eat by yourself. Sit in the car down the street by yourself and listen to five of your favorite songs. Just replenish your salt. Uh, replenish replenish your soul. Treat yourself. I'm not saying buy a Louis Vuitton bag. What I'm saying is do something. Get your nails done. Get your eyebrows waxed. Uh, I don't do that, but I know lots of people do. Uh, Get your hair done. Go buy, you know, your favorite pair of socks. Treat yourself. It doesn't, I think we live in a time and age where we say treat yourself and people think you have to spend a thousand, a billion dollars. That's not it. Some things I do to treat myself, honestly, it's like literally just getting a feel treats, treat myself, getting a blizzard from Dairy Queen is treating myself. Um, Buying new candles is treating myself like I rarely spend tons of money treating myself, but I do treat myself. Um, Understand that this will not be easy. This is a work in progress. I'm still working on it. You know, this is brand spanking new to me. I spent what probably 37 of my years trying to make other people happy and then realizing that ain't the shit, you know, five years. That's not a long time trying to get your life together and trying to correct old habits and have people having to reframe it for other people also that have been in your life for that long. Um, Understand that people will probably talk shit. Why hasn't she called us? Why hasn't she done this? Why isn't, why isn't, why isn't, why isn't, why isn't? Be okay with that. Um, Because we're looking out for number one. We're trying to break bad habits. And we're pouring into ourselves so that we may be able to pour into other people that we love dearly. We are no, I, we are no longer at the part we can just start pouring into everybody anymore. We have to pick and choose the people who are in our lives and pick and choose them wisely and then pour into those people's lives accordingly. Not everybody gets access. Not everybody's going to get access. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's really funny because I enjoy doing tons of things for people But when I was doing it for like the really wrong reasons, part of me felt 
part of me wondered why I was feeling so burnt out, right? Because I think if you're doing something honestly, just because you love to do it, you actually don't really get burnt out. You might get tired, but you don't feel like throwing in the towel and never doing it again. And what I realized is that I was kind of, I kind of resented it. And it was because I didn't make myself a priority as I made everybody else a priority, which I think I kind of said already. Um, And I thought that if with, I just thought that if I didn't do these things, they wouldn't do it back for me. And I honestly, at this point, I don't think it honestly matters. People are going to do for you if they love you. And if they are not going to do it for you, then it's probably not worth doing, right? We're not 14, 15, 16, 17 anymore. We should not be, and even at that age, we should not just be doing things to get people to like us. We are done with those days. And hopefully 2020 has taught you that. Um, Let's see. So yeah, I gave you some uh, things you can do to help, I don't wanna say like self-care yourself, but self-care yourself. But some other things you need to like realize or recognize as you are doing things for other people and still wanting to love on other people and not get burnt out and not do it from a place of attention and a place of, oh, I just want recognition, but a place of really just honest, like agape love, right? Do things because you want, not because what you think you will get out of it. And that has, that has been semi-hard for me because it's not necessarily that I thought I would get tangible things out of it, but I thought I would get like more love from that person out of it. So when you do something, make sure you're doing it just because you want to do it and not because you think you're going to get something back. You have to, you have to do it like that. Um, to only do what you want when you want to do it. Do not make people guilt. Do not let people guilt you into doing shit that you don't want to do. Just don't do it. I, it's really funny because I was, I am not, and I was not the mom that had my kids in a million different things. I am not the teacher that's a part of a million different clubs. I don't want to do that shit. I am not that type of person. And you're not going to, kids are not going to make me be a different type of person. I'm going to be who I am in that. I'm going to be who I am, make sure that they're okay, but I'm not going to be this mom that's like, oh my God, I have to do a friend group here and do a play date here. It's just not who I am. And yeah, you just only do what you want when you want. And let me just tell you one, like a little story about that and So Ayana was probably, she was going into the 11th grade, I think, or she was going, actually, she was going into the 12th grade. And I know I told y'all I would keep these podcasts to 15 minutes and we're already at 22 minutes, but Ayana was going into a senior year. I had a paid off car and she played club volleyball. And I told her, Hey, I'm, I'm too tired now to drive you two times a week to downtown LA to your volleyball practices but I'll pay for your club season as long as you get your driver's license and then you could drive yourself. Did not get her driver's license. Could have cared. She probably did care, but she just didn't do it. Senior year rolled around and she's like, are you going to take me to club volleyball? We're going to do it. I told her no. I had to put a limit on that. I was working full time. I was single at the time. Dee was also in basketball practice. It was just 
I had a ton of things to do. I also had a a grueling workout routine and I could no longer fit all of those things. And she was old enough to do some things on her own and be independent. She just chose not to. And so I had to really say, no, I'm not doing this for you. And actually is one of the best things that I did parenting was put, say, no, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it anymore. You can do it if you want to do it. And that's your own choice. And so there are going to be times where you're going to have to say those things. I hope there are times that you get opportunities to stick up for yourself and make choices that support who you are as a person, not who you are, who you are, who you were and who you are minus your relationships. Uh, I am Deanna first. Then I am Ayana and Dee's mom. And then I might be Nick's girlfriend. I am James and Bettina's daughter. I am Devin's sister. All of those are secondary um, after I am Deanna. And that's the mindset that women need to have. Uh, We just need to have. And you can have that and be nurturing at the same time. And I think we've been sold a bill of goods that you can't do both. And you can definitely do both. I'm doing both. Three, take time and figure out what will restore your soul and do it. So one thing that restored my soul that I found out was ice skating, learning how to ice skate. That was a big thing for me. Um, I don't know if I told the story of how my ex was like, you'll never be able to ice skate, blah, blah, blah. And then January of this year, I took my first lesson and just fell in love with it. And now I can't really do it. And I miss that wholeheartedly. But getting on the ice totally restored my soul. If I had a bad week, if I had a bad day, as soon as I put on my skates and got on that ice, I felt so much better. It used to be lifting weights. I would get in the weight room, lift something very heavy, and it would just make everything not disappear, but it just made me feel a lot better. Made me feel like I could conquer the world again. So take time and figure out what restores your soul and do it. And then the fourth one, and I think we don't do this enough, is be a hermit. Just hide out as long as you need to. Just hide out as long as you need to. Um, Yeah. um, You know, it's really funny as I talk about this and I smile and I think about my life and all the things that I've done and all the things I've done for people and with people and things people have done for me and thinking about my own mother, how like I know she sacrificed all of her like young years raising me and my sister and how it probably was not fun for her, but she didn't know any better. And she that she did the best and how I wish nothing for my daughter if she decides to become a mother that she can still separate and keep part of her identity and doesn't morph into somebody else. Um, Yeah, you know, and I'm just going to leave you with this. Um, Other people's wants for you cannot be more important than your wants for yourself. And that's just that. Take time for yourself. Love on yourself. Because that's the only way we can get through any of these situations that we're going through healthily. I don't know if that's the word, healthily, right? Um, I've been a hermit. Y'all haven't heard from me since September 2nd. I've honestly been a hermit. Um, I've done stuff with Nick on Instagram 
and stuff like that. But I just have not done a lot. I haven't worked out in a while. I haven't done any of those things because I don't, I didn't feel like that was what was going to restore my soul. That's not how it was going to make myself number one. It was honestly just hermiting, just binge watching shows, um, and doing things that I wanted to do and not doing anything I didn't want to do. And I, I wish for you guys, I wish for people who are listening to this to, I hope that you make yourself a priority. We have like eight weeks, well, probably less than eight weeks left of this crazy ass year. And I know everything else became a priority, but I hope somewhere in these next eight weeks, you carve out a, a piece of time in a space where you make yourself the priority, that you pour the love that you're giving to other people, that you pour the planning that you do for other people back into yourself, that you love on yourself, that you um, you do for yourself the way you would do for anybody else. That That is the basis of this podcast, and it might have been a tiny bit scatterbrained. I apologize. But what I really, really want you to get is please do for yourself first and do for yourself as if you were doing this, doing it for somebody that you truly and dearly cared about Um, because it's a trickle down effect and we all see it. People that live with you see it. Don't think that they don't see it. People see it. They feel that vibe. They feel that energy. Um, so on that note, with 29 minutes and 27 seconds, please like, share, subscribe uh, to this podcast. Let me know what you thought about this. Let me know if you have any other ideas you want me to chit chat about. Um, and y'all, I thank you so much. Uh, see you next week. <laughs>